This is AlleyCast, brought to you by Kjotunek Alley. Welcome, Alley Cats. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to AlleyCast. Um, today we're going to be talking about Kitten Play 101, the basics, um, and this is actually the second time we've recorded this, so hopefully this time we the audio will be good and everything will be good so to um, just kind of introduce go ahead go ahead um i'm vixen yeah. and i'm Gigi. so we're just gonna jump right in here and start it out um so the first thing that i think we wanted to hit on is how we got into the lifestyle slash what it means to us so this is just kind of basic how we got to this point where we decided we wanted to make this community, this educational community. So for me personally, um, I discovered it through Tumblr when I was underage, I'm not going to lie, but I did not participate until I was of age. Um, It's my main form, I think. It's one of the most important ones to me. So it's definitely something that I'm very passionate about. No, and I totally agree with everything Vixen just said. Um, I definitely found the lifestyle like through Instagram and also just like, I guess the internet as a whole, but not specifically Tumblr. Um, And ever since I've kind of just been into it and it really has been like a big part of who I am inside the lifestyle. Um, As Vixen said, just kind of mirroring that it is one of my most natural headspaces and something that I feel like I kind of get into almost every single day without even knowing it sometimes. like, this is actually how you and I became friends, Gigi. Um, We were in a totally different country (laughs) totally different country and we just so happened to be talking and she saw a background on my phone that um, had been picked out by my top at the time and (laughs) it led us down this conversation and so we have been friends since and we actually live very close to each other it just took a totally separate country for us to meet Yep, it's so funny to like think back on that time, but I'm so happy that it happened. Yes, um, okay, so I think the next thing that we wanted to touch on, which I think is a really nice segue, is just our intentions with KA and our plans for the future and all of that. So Vixen, if you want to go ahead and I'll let you yeah, start. So our intentions with Kiyotanek Alley is mostly just... We want to make a safe space for kittens and their tops um, of all genders, gender identities, sexualities, um, 18 and above up until you're, if you're 100 and you're still in the lifestyle, let's go. I mean, claps for you, honestly. Um, But we really just want to focus on education and a safe way for people to communicate and get together and have a safe place to talk. I completely agree. Um, again, I know I'm probably going to agree with like everything you say, basically, but it, it's true. Um, if you check out our social media, I think that's one thing that we really try to stress is safety, you know, um, and just like being a place where people can express themselves freely without the judgment of others and where they can learn about their identities in a healthy and educated environment. I wish should take a moment to explain like, so I personally have taken classes in college about 
sex, sex and relationships, healthy relationships, healthy sexuality. And so that's where I'm coming from um, through a classroom angle. And also I do research into BDSM and I dedicate a lot of my life to this and this safe practices. For sure. And yeah, like I, um, I have a minor in sociology, so not necessarily like that sex angle, but I definitely kind of have that perspective of like people in society and how they view like subcultures and like, you know, sub lifestyles, alter- alternative lifestyles. Um, so I think that that will be very beneficial in like our plans for education and what we intend to do. And then, of course, as Vixen said, um, I do a lot of research online through various platforms about BDSM, and I think that will be very helpful as and well. please know, unless it's like a story that we're telling from our personal lives, we are backing our stuff up with research that we have put time and effort into. So we want you to know that you're getting top quality stuff from us. We're not just BSing our way through this. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Um, so I guess we'll, we can go ahead and get into some of our questions. And I have them in a different order, but I'm going to go ahead and ask this one first because I think, again, it's a nice like segue. Um, so I want to talk about consent. And again, I'll let yes. you start. <laughs> consent is the most, the most, and I'm going to say it again one more time, the most <laughs> important thing in the world. I mean, honestly. Um, it matters that everyone takes this into account in their lifestyle, whether they're practicing any kind of alternative or not. Just, I mean, honestly, even before hugging someone, I think consent is like really important. Yeah. Even, even in vanilla life, um, I don't think like we practice it enough as we should as a society as a whole, but I definitely think it's super important and it's, it's essential in, in this lifestyle in BDSM. Like it is absolutely essential. You should not engage in anything with anyone if you don't have their consent. And something that I think is really important to stress, consent should not be coerced. Consent should not be like forceful or like you consent with someone who isn't sober or you consent with someone who isn't sane. Like you definitely need to have safe, sane, sober consents, you know, like the basic rack SCC, I mean. Yeah, and even if they consent one time, it doesn't mean they always consent again. So that's a great point. You have to take that into account. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Um, and again, I totally agree with that. Um, is there anything else you wanted to hit on with this? I'm I'm trying to think because it really is like such an important topic. But I know next week we're kind of talking about BDSM 101, so it might fit in better there, and we can really like go hard on consent. But I mean, is there anything else you wanted to hit on? Um, I feel like we've covered it a bit enough for this week, and we'll definitely get further into it next week. Okay, cool. So now, kind of delving into kitten play um what is kitten play and where do kittens fit into the whole bdsm spectrum of things so and all they fit in under the idea of a um submissive and a dominant partnership and this comes from just the focal point of the aspects in the relationship and this can be either way in my opinion Yeah, I totally agree. Um, So obviously kitten play is like a a sub 
category of pet play, um, which obviously pet play falls under power exchange. Um, there's so many like various forms of power exchange, but it's definitely one aspect. And again, like Vixen said, I don't think it's necessarily always like a top and a bottom with the bottom exchanging power to the top. I really think it can go anyway. And I was actually having a conversation with someone on Instagram today about um, ABDL and kind of just like that whole area of kink and i truly believe that like as long as everyone is playing safe and playing consensually and is 18 plus of course there really are no rules to what you do with your lifestyle and what you do with your kink um but i mean as long as both partners I, are consenting and safe like you know who does it hurt <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so obviously like i said kitten play is a sub uh, like a subspace of pet play so is there anything you want to specifically touch on with what kitten play is or like uh, the, the lifestyle so kitten play specifically um is an aspect where as your pet play headspace you're in the space of a kitten or a cat adjacent thing like um i've heard of lions in the lifestyle mm-hmm. so that's not necessarily what you would call a kitten but it still falls in the same category, being a feline type association. Yep, definitely. And I mean, Pepe is really such a wide world of headspaces and animals and things. Um, there really is no limit to what you can do with it. I think as long as you, again, are being safe and consensual, and you know, use your creativity. The the it's really limitless what you can do. I, mean, I even heard of like dragons and goldfish. So, oh my god, it's yeah, really yeah, just definitely. Up to you, I mean, honestly. Um. So, I think a lot of things that people get caught up on um, in BDSM in general, but especially pet play, is kind of those finer details of like, do I need gear to be a kitten or a puppy or a fox or a pony, even you know, whatever it may and be. The answer is absolutely. No, <laughs> you don't. One hundred percent not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me let me be honest. It really does help you be in the space that you want to be in. But no, you don't need anything besides your own like mind and your own safe space. Yeah, I totally agree. And the thing with gear, like I know we've talked about this, and I've talked about this with other people as well. Like it is kind of like a if I have gear, like I'm cool. I'm I'm this, it's I'm that, but it like, really show off. Elitist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And it really shouldn't be like that because again, it's not necessary. And so you should never make anyone or let anyone make you feel bad about what you do or don't have, of course. Um, but that being said, there are so many places where you can get really cheap gear that's like quality, but like, you know, not like super expensive that you can wear in your everyday, like quote unquote vanilla life. Like, I have a bunch um, of ears from um, Hot Topic and Spencer's, like the metal headbands with the cute little ears on mm-hmm. them and I wear them all the time just because I think they're so fun to have on and it's a big part of who I am as a person that I feel comfortable wearing that and it's nothing that would be offensive to have an everyday lifestyle I totally agree and something I I, you just made me want to touch on is you should never practice your kink um, specifically obviously we're talking about Pepley here you should never practice that in public around minors or vanillas or crowds of people who haven't consented to 
being a part of your kink or seeing your kink. Um, I'm sure Vixen it's definitely can just agree. forcing it onto other people, and that's not okay in yeah. any way at all. No, I don't know if you've seen the article, Vixen, but there was something that came out just a couple days ago about a girl who, um, I guess she's like a puppy player, but she basically was talking about how she made like six figures doing puppy play in public, and her boyfriend like takes videos of her at like restaurants and was stuff that the where she girl like in the airport that we saw. <laughs> Like, drinking from a bowl in an airport. Yeah, yeah. it was, like, a lot. Yeah. And I there was a huge discussion on Instagram about whether that was okay um, or not. And I was very surprised by the amount of people who justified what she was doing. And I really believe that it was because she put, like, that she made so much money from doing that. But just know that that is never, ever, ever okay. And you should never do yeah, that. I completely agree here with Gigi. And I think it's really important that we just stress that there are limitations. And that's something you're going to hear from us every single week. We constantly talk about the limitations. And we'll address these on our social media as well. Um, we've already had to address it once, I believe. So please know that we will make the announcements as we feel that they need to be made. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so next thing that I think a lot of people get caught up on and hung up on is do you need a top, a master, a daddy, a dommy, a mommy, any, you know, form of that and, to be a kitten player or a pet player 100 again no <laughs> you really yep. don't um i personally have been single for going on uh, four years now and it does not really affect my headspace at all so yeah i really need that but it always does make it a little bit more fun yeah, again, so, I mean, it really is very similar to the gear. Like, it is absolutely not necessary in order to engage in the lifestyle. It does make it um, maybe more fun in some instances or, you know, allows you to do things that you couldn't necessarily do as, like, a stray kitten or a stray, whatever you may be, or just as a single human being. Um, but it's absolutely not necessary. And I am a firm believer that you should never settle. You should always, 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 you know, like have again limitations have standards have things that you look for in a partner um have a partner that's respectful and trustful and you know follows your limits and things that you're comfortable with so i mean that's just where i stand on yeah, that 100 percent. like never just be with someone because you're lonely because that really takes the trust out of any kind of relationship that you might have with that person you really have to consider where you're coming from when you head into a relationship like that yeah, I totally agree. And I, I definitely think it's super important not to do that in like a BDSM style relationship um, because there's so many fake, fake people out there. <laughs> and I, we've talked about this all, in the first time that we the first time that we recorded this, but we've, uh, of course, talked about it outside the podcast as well. And I've talked about it with other people, but there are so many fake uh, girls and boys and non-binary people out there in the kink world that you really don't need to play or settle for anyone that you don't absolutely trust. And there can be people I mean, with like not even the intention of being like fake and putting you in a bad spot, but just people who aren't educated enough to really be in a place where they should be participating without taking the time to learn more. No, that's a great point, and I totally agree, and that's so true. Um, I literally see it, like, every day. I swear every day there's, like, a new drama on Instagram <laughs> of, like, someone who's, like, 
you know outed as being like a just a bad person you know all around not even like that they they don't know you know their kink or they don't know whatever but they're just a really shitty person and like that's just not someone you even want to be involved with in normal life so like don't bring them into your like kink bdsm life and we'll touch on this next week for sure um there's a huge part of this that is 100 percent just trust yep absolutely that's all it is absolutely um and so the next thing um is rules and punishments um again i think this will be something that we can really talk about next week but it is it does fit into pet play nicely and um i just want to go ahead and say right off the bat you don't you can have rules and punishments for yourself if you are single and you don't have a top but it is also something that you can have if you do have a top like think of it as self-efficacy big words out here mm-hmm. like just holding yep. yourself accountable for things that you want like oh i'm not gonna spend money this week and if you can go mm-hmm. without spending money like all week like you had planned to or hoped to then boom you get your favorite cookie that sunday i don't know that's something i'm thinking about right now a nice cookie <laughs> but it's just a way to hold yourself no, accountable. totally <laughs> Yeah, 100%. And, like, there are literally so many fun ways that you can go about doing this with or without a partner. Um, It really, again, it's just up to your imagination and your creativity. Like, if you want to list out your rules, you can do that. If you want to list out your punishments, you can do that. You know, I think I actually saw um, a – there's, like, an app now where you can, like, add all of your rules and punishments. I'm not sure off the top of my head what it's called, but I know it's in the Apple App Store, and I've seen a lot of people online, especially Twitter, um, talk about it and use it, and they say it's really helpful, so maybe that's something you could check out as well. You can also use something like a habit tracker or something in order to keep track. Yep. Um, it's not made specifically for this purpose, but if you're using it in a safe way, then it definitely can work for your needs. Yeah, agreed, totally. Um, I'm personally a so, paper kind of person, so I'm out here with my bullet journals and my planners, so <laughs> that works too. No, I, I – it's so funny. I, I'm definitely like a – let me put it in my Google Calendar. Let me get on Google Docs. <laughs> let me make a document. Like, so it's just interesting. Like, and really, again, like whatever works best for you, like there is no right or wrong. Like you should do it this way or you should do it this way. It's just what works best for you. Um, so before we go into our next topic, which I think we'll probably spend a lot of time on, was there anything else you wanted to hit on, uh, Vixen, before we move on? No, I think we'll cover this a lot more next week. Um, this is really just an introductory kind of get-to-know-what-we're-here-for thing. <laughs> cool, yeah, for sure. So um, the next thing that we wanted to hit on, um, as this is like a Kitten Play 101 Basics video, is what is Kitten Play versus what are furries versus what are Nico girls slash boys? Uh, um, yes, this is the so, one. <laughs> I think, yeah, we'll definitely end up uh, spending a good amount of time on this. So I'll let you go ahead and uh, take it, and then we can just go back and forth. Okay, so I'm just going to start with the one that is always the one I'm having to address. No, kittens are not furries. <laughs> I have nothing against furry community. I know furries, and I think they're honestly, they can be wonderful people. And they're not even entirely, like, using their, like, their fursona is not a part of their alternative lifestyle. It's more Mm -hmm. of a, 
I would say a vanilla thing for them. So um, it's it's really different. It really is. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to. Yeah. No, the, it, it, absolutely. The two are completely 100% related. I mean, aside from just the way that we look, um, the communities are completely yeah. different. We really have no engagement with them. I mean, of course, like we, you can, and if you want to, you should, but they are two completely separate spaces. Um, I'm not 100% sure about this. Vixen, if you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it an 18 plus community? No, it is not. Um, I have seen people below... 18 um in the community and i don't think they regulate that due to the fact that they don't associate it with being an alternative lifestyle um they see it more as just a therapeutic type of lifestyle um they also will wear their personas out in public very regularly Mm -hmm. and so they consider it to be very different as do we yeah, that, this is probably the one that I'm least familiar with. So, like, any information you have is much appreciated. Um, and if we get but anything yeah. wrong um, and you're a furry and we, you want to educate us, please reach out and we will definitely address it again if you have some information you want to give us. Absolutely, 100%. Um, but I definitely think I see this online the most. There's the most debate, um, especially like on like weird platforms like TikTok. I see it a lot. Um, but of course, Instagram and, and social media as a whole, I often see people have this conversation. But I think we just wanted to clear up the fact that they are two separate things, two separate communities, both fun. If that's what you're into, like that's super cool. But again, not necessarily related to kitten play in any way. Yeah. Um. But then I think, you know, people, which, you know, like Nico's, for example, yeah. like, if you want to go ahead with that one, I'll let you. Yeah, um, I would say Nico's and Kittens are 100% totally related. Um, it just, I feel like it really stems from where you're coming from. I feel like most mm-hmm. uh, Nico's are more coming from, uh, let's go with the weeb side, like um, coming from the end world and kind of things like that. yeah and don't get me wrong i'm over here a major fan of anime so please understand i am saying this <laughs> with the highest respect <laughs> yeah totally um and i think again like like vixen said i i definitely think there is some connection there is more relation than with uh like the furry community um but the two are different of course like vixen said again it definitely stems from like the anime world and like cat girls that you see in animes very often um and in terms of just like the way we look i think they're very similar yeah we use um, a lot of the same gear although i'll i'll see uh nico's more with the, the hand mitts with the paws oh uh, yeah then like us in that kitten play community totally um and i guess like you know with any nikos or kitten play or furries there is no like right or wrong way to dress i often see this debate online like oh if you don't wear pink and pastel and like have these cute girly ears like you're not a kitten no absolutely not like no. literally I own one pink outfit, one single pink outfit, and it's every other thing I own is black, so no. Relatable. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And again, like, as I've said throughout this whole um, recording, I don't think there's any rules, like, 
anything that you do in your normal life, like if you're gothic in your normal life, you can definitely translate that into your BDSM kitten play lifestyle or your Nico lifestyle or whatever it may be. Or, you know, if you like, um, like Japanese fashion, like there are no rules truly. Like, like even that abs- new trend, uh, cottage core, like wear your yeah. flowy dresses and your ears and live it up. No, totally, 100%. I completely agree. Um, And that's, like, why I get so frustrated, like, in the online communities especially. Like, people just... And I guess it stems from a place of, like, not being educated. But it's just very frustrating to see people have these debates online and just say really ignorant and hurtful things to others when clearly, like, they don't know that it's, like, it's not like that. And also, like, at the end of the day, we're a community, you know, we should all be accepting of one another and we should be, like, as judgment and drama-free as possible. Like, that's how I see it. And yeah, I want to take a second to tie that back in to just who we are again. That is literally the whole reason that we started this, is to educate and make it a safe place um, that's drama-free. So that's just where we're coming from. That's the whole point Abs- of the podcast. <laughs> yep, absolutely, 100%. Um, I think that's really everything we wanted to hit on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is a shorter episode, um, and we'll definitely have longer, uh, more in-depth information coming about all the topics that we talk about. Um, but we and just, you can find... We Go just ahead. We really wanted to take a minute just to explain who we are, what this is about. That way, you know what you're getting into. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. And again, as Vixen said, if you are a kitten player yourself or even a pet player and you have information that you want to add, feel free to reach out to us and we can definitely do another podcast um, on this topic and just kind of like further develop what we've talked about today. And um, you can find us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at the Kyotonic Alley. Uh, Is there anything else, Vixen, that you want to say? Yes, you can also submit questions that you want us to cover just about anything related to the lifestyle or um, just honestly send us any questions you have and we'll do our best to cover them and do our research about it before we even put it in a podcast. We will do our research, but we will definitely cover just about any question that you give us. 100% and probably the best way to reach us in that regard is through our email and our email is just kyotonicalley at gmail.com so simple and easy Um, and again our socials are at the Kyotonic Alley on Instagram and Twitter we also have a YouTube um, which is just Kyotonic Alley so if you want to reach us at any of those uh, please feel free and you're more than welcome to yeah and we'll definitely be working on putting more out it's been a lot of behind the scenes work up until now uh yes absolutely like i cannot express that enough it takes a lot of work to start a community and when you have to where you're coming from where we're coming from where your whole point is to be safe and educational you really have to put in a lot of extra work into research and boundaries and yep it's just very important to us that that's what we do so if we're not as fast as you would like um just please know that it's entirely because we're doing research and making sure that we're safe yeah absolutely 100 percent um so i think we're good um we'll see you guys next week and we'll be talking about bdsm 101 so please tune in for that we would love to have you and again i'm Gigi. i'm vixen have a perfect day bye guys bye